0: Hi guys, welcome
1: to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Uh, you know, right now, the thumb screws are getting tightened on guys from all corners of society, and uh, we don't know what where we are supposed to fit in here. Um, you know, things are tightening down. Uh, we don't know what's permissible, what's not permissible, what we're allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do within both society and the court systems and this story is is kind of another example of where do we call it quits where do we say we're okay and you know as, as far as i'm concerned and a lot of us are concerned it's it's just you know i'm i'm going to be doing my own thing and and i mean in many many ways where i'm slipping back a little bit on on uh, some hobbies uh, that involve other people that might falsely claim something i'm falling back a little bit uh, from from dating and things like that because you just don't know where you where you stand and where things are okay, got a story here, and this this one's kind of a weird one. A Williams College suspended a student, male student, for not dating a girl after kissing her. Yeah, yeah. Um. What? You know, this is this is again where we are, and uh, the the quote is culturally insensitive behavior is rebranded as a lack of consent it so you've done something that's maybe a little insensitive or it doesn't you know it may hurt her feelings or may disappoint her now that's not consent thus so this this guy's been kicked out of college for this can you imagine going out with a girl kissing her and then saying hey we had a nice date you know and yeah I, i know i kissed you goodnight or whatever but it's not and it may it may be more than that but you know, I, I'm just not really feeling it between us, and so. Uh, but it was it was a nice date, and and that's still too much. And you can get removed from college. Williams College suspended a male student based on his failure to pursue a relationship with a female student after kissing and touching her, according to a lawsuit against the private school. Now, obviously, he's taking legal repercussions against the school for kicking him out. I don't blame him. And every time something like this happens, you should just continue to go after these schools to make sure that they get the policies changed, because you have to. Otherwise, again, as I said in other videos, if you don't take any punitive action, they will continue to do it. Both the unnamed Hispanic student, John Doe, and his accuser, Sally Smith, are foreign students. She accused him of misconduct, not because he acted without her consent, John claims, but because he was culturally insensitive after their amorous encounters. Uh, adjudicators misrepresented the evidence in the record, ignored Sally's messages to John, expressing positive feelings about their first amorous encounter, and didn't even correctly apply the proponents of evidence standard, the suit alleges. So in other words, she was good to go beforehand, and it sounds like she was good to go after. But somewhere along the lines, her feelings were hurt. Thus, no good. He's got to get in trouble. He's got to pay for it. John claimed, and you know what? And this is part of the snowplow, helicopter, snowflake, whatever you want to call it, generation, where I don't know how to, not me personally, but young people, don't know how to process how they're feeling, don't know how to handle it something that doesn't go their way. They don't know how to work their way through this. They don't know how to manage this as an adult. It's called adulting and they don't know how to do it because they've had parents or family members or the school or whoever move all obstacles out of their way so their path is clear and easy. Then when they start running into problems, they don't know how to handle it and this is what you get. John claims that he was subject to several disadvantages during the investigation and hearing, including that Williams referred to judge the credibility of Sally and witnesses face-to-face. Sally also physically threatened him, but the college did nothing, he alleges. Williams even refused to let John offer evidence that Sally had a history of making repeated accusations of cultural insensitivity, casting doubt on her accusations against him. So now, see, and this happens a lot with these Title IX cases, but it's starting to happen in the court of law here in the United States as well, and in the UK and in Australia, where you're not even being allowed to process or push put forward your own defense in some cases. Or they do look at it, and then it's disregarded. I mean, this is serious stuff. Like This is seriously worrying. Um, The college wrongfully found John responsible based on a flawed disciplinary process where gender bias was a motivating factor, the suit claims, citing biased and stereotypical training materials for the Title IX panel. The the accused student claims breach of contract, breach of the covenant of good faith and fair dealing, and violation of Title IX. The court docket shows that U.S. District Judge Mark uh, Mastroianni, Granted John permission to continue his litigation under a pseudonym. Uh, Mastroianni previously approved a similar lawsuit against another Massachusetts private college, Amherst. It settled the lawsuit rather than allow its disciplinary procedures to be examined in trial. So, Mastroianni. Mastroianni. Sorry, I'm really bad at names there. Um, So, in other words, something similar had gone against another Massachusetts private college, Amherst, and rather than let the law come in and examine how they deal with this situation in a college, they settled. They settled because they didn't want any uh, anyone looking in to see how they come to these crazy conclusions. Williams College spokesperson Greg Shook did not respond to several requests for comments on the lawsuit. Shocking. Uh, let's see. And and again, this young man was saying, well, she actually, like, physically, like, threatened me. Well, we're just going to ignore that. While Sally claimed that John did not obtain her affirmative consent in the amorous encounters, which apparently stopped at touching this area, it was really her conservative religious values that motivated the accusation, the suit claims. The College Code of Conduct expressly states that consent once given may be withdrawn at any time. But Sally tried to withdraw her consent after the encounters, as judged by her messages to John. You can't give someone permission to drink a glass of water, and then once they've drank it, you can't say, I changed my mind. You, that's, there's no take-backs. If it's before, if it's during, fine. But afterwards, it's called regret. It's not called a crime If I'm on a diet and I sit down and eat a large pizza and a gallon of ice cream, after the fact, I can't blame the delivery driver of the pizza and whoever bought me the friggin' ice cream. I just have to feel bad about myself and my lack of judgment. It's called adulting. Get used to it. But putting this stuff through the courts is going to do multiple things. I was going to say two, but it's going to do multiple things. Number one, men are not going to engage with you anymore. Where have all the good men gone? They have just yeeted off because they're not going to deal with this anymore. Number two, someone who has a real accusation and something that really happened to them needs to be believed. But if there's a lot of false claims, people are not going to believe those people anymore. Now that's going to be a problem. And number three, this just shows more and more time and time again, colleges are not the place to be for young men who want to further themselves. In some cases, Yes. In some cases, yes, but you really have to be careful because if colleges treat you like this, you're you're going in under like where you can't even date, you can't interact with other people. You've got to be extremely careful. I mean, imagine doing it in your third year or fourth year of college, you're, you're kicked out. All of a sudden, you owe 200,000 or something in school loans and you have no degree. You, you I mean, your friends that went off and uh, st- started being a plumber or electrician are way ahead of you at that point in the game because they don't even have the debt. Sally initiated the relationship with John in November 2016, telling a number of friends before their first dinner that she was interested in him. She told him on a walk after dinner that she had never kissed a boy, owing to the restrictive culture norms in her home country. John asked Sally's permission to kiss her in his dorm room. She agreed. The kissing escalated to consensual touching while fully clothed. Two days later she sent him a message saying, I've liked I liked I've liked you quite a lot, and calling their amorous encounter amazing. She apologized for being so weird and awkward the entire time. Though she values the emotional aspects of the encounter over the physical ones, I've been feeling so different and liberated after it, she said. I'm not I've not been this happy ever since I started college. When he responded four days later, which is you know, a long time, but you know, maybe he's like I wanted to go with this a little bit further or a little faster, or maybe she's not my type or whatever. Uh, he showed a little less enthusiasm, saying that they should hang out at some point next week, but warning that I'm just going to be super busy until the end of the semester. That's a nice way of trying to back out of an uh, in interaction with somebody that maybe you didn't think you were going to click with. They didn't talk again until January when Sally interviewed for a position in campus organization where John served in leadership. She asked to speak with him before learning she got the position, which he communicated uh, to her at the meeting in his dorm room. Sally expressed anger about what she saw at Doe's cultural insensitivity around their prior interaction, failing to seek a romantic relationship with her after showing physical affection. That is calling being butt hurt and being rejected. It's called adulting. When John told Sally he was emotionally unavailable, he again asked to kiss her, And she agreed again. That's on you, you dumb dude. You don't do that if she's already starting to, like, lash out at you. You don't try to move forward again. That was your bad, but it's still not enough to get in trouble for. Um, So she agreed again. The suit claims that he asked Smith before initiating any new touching and did not do so without her consent. She rejected his first request to touch her chestal area, but approved his second request a few minutes later. That's on you, dear. That's all you. Several days later, John asked Sally why her friends were treating him strangely. She told him he had emotionally manipulated her, taken advantage of her lack of knowledge of American culture norms, and disrespected her own cultural norms. But what panicked John was when Sally allegedly said she had lots of people ready to hurt him. Uh, Through the Associate Dean of International Services told him this could be construed as... uh, pestering somebody, the director of uh, S. Assault Prevention and Response, Meg Blossong, below told him she couldn't help. He got the same response from everyone else he asked for help. Three months later, after Blossong talked to her junior advisor, Sally filed a formal Title IX complaint against John alleging both November and January encounters were non-consensual. The notification letter he received from the dean of college, Marlene Sandstrom, was short on detail, including the nature of the interactions, specific dates and locations, and Eva whether Sally claimed she was incapable of consenting. It also did not specify which code provision John allegedly violated. As a result, as a result, he could not intentionally prepare for his meeting with the outside investigator hired by Williams, Allison Kirker. Her name shows up in at least two other Title IX lawsuits against Williams, by accused men. Because Sandstorm barred barred John from reaching out to potential witnesses, whom he may have spoken about Sally, one of the witnesses he remembered to Kirker, turned down the interview, apparently unaware what it was about. Kirker also violated Williams' policy by not giving John the opportunity to suggest questions and to ask witnesses the suit claims. She withheld details about testimony by Sally's witnesses. So here you have a guy that's been blamed for something. He can't defend himself. He can't interview anybody. He can't ask questions. He, he just basically has to sit there, S-T-F-U, and take it while they just roll over him. Now, of course, he went out and got a lawyer and is, is now filing against the college. You can't blame him. But again, you know, look at everything. This, so this is from 2016, and this is a, a report from to, today. So the, this, this article just came out today. That's almost four years of having to deal with this stuff. When you are a twenty, we'll call it five-year-old guy, you've now you are now dealing with this litigation and this nonsense for a fifth of your life. Just because you kissed someone, and then when people say, "Oh, you guys just need to man up," and "Who hurt you?" and blah blah, you have to understand. We see this kind of stuff when we go, "No, no, no, no." Yes, again, it's the weird lottery ticket where if you win, you lose. But when you see more and more and more of this stuff happening, it does take some space in your brain to think about this stuff and say, am I really interested in this person enough to worry about this? Am I, have I really known this person long enough to know there's not red flags? There's nothing here that's concerning. Am I really ready to have something like this come back at me? And this is in college. Now, when it gets into the quote-unquote real world and this comes against you, then it's if you're, you're not going to be kicked out of a college, you're going to be kicked out of society and land your butt in the big jailhouse. So, you know, again, just more reasons why guys are going, no more for me, thank you, I'm good. Uh, let's see here, where, where are we? Uh, the draft report issued Kirker's left, so blah, blah. The dean prevented John from providing his own relevant evidence in response to the report, he claims. One was a series of texts that suggested Sally was initially hesitant to accuse him. A witness told John's then-girlfriend, who was not interviewed in the investigation, that Sally had told her she still loved John and did not want to get the deans on this. She didn't want did not want to get the deans in on this. The witness also said that Sally's junior advisor, a sort of live-in mentor for freshmen, was encouraging her to accuse John of the actions. You know, so through uh, Sandstrom justified the ban on the basis that the texts did not describe the direct knowledge of the incident in question. She allowed the inclusion of texts against John by the junior advisor that also provided no direct knowledge. Yeah, this is a you know this is a, a kangaroo court at this point. Uh, Sandstrom also ordered Kirker to remove credibility related testimony from the report that Sally's friends said she was motivated to accuse him because she had received a particular honor at Williams. The dean refused to tell John how Sally explained the discrepancy between her denial and her friend's testimony. John speculates that Sandstrom, who is close to one of his relatives, mistreated him in order to shield herself from the accusations of favoritism. Pretto, the internal dean, international dean, who initially told John that Sally may have uh, hassled him, banned John from providing evidence that Sally had a pattern of making uh, accusations of cultural insensitivity. Sally allegedly told him during their November encounter that a professor was culturally insensitive and during their January encounter that a freshman bothered her. Pretto excluded this second recollection. So she's claimed that everybody that slight or not everybody, but multiple people that have slighted her were culturally insensitive towards her, thus they're the bad person. The main evidence used by their hearing panel, Kirker's final report, stripped of relevant evidence submitted by John, provided no information that would help adjunct adjudicators make credibility de- uh, determinations the suit claims. So I could go on. There's there's more. I, um, I'll, I'll put a, a link below for this stuff, but you know, th- this is this is what we talk about so often. Well, this kind of thing doesn't happen. Why would anybody do this if you, the guy didn't really do something wrong? People don't just make things up like this. Here's a guy that didn't even touch any of her skin from here down. It was on clothing. And he kissed her. And he's now out of college. He's out of debt. He's got to deal with this lawsuit to try to recuperate some of his or all of his co- college finances. And he, guess what? He still doesn't have a degree. So he's still going to have to get his his credits transferred to another college, apply there, hoping that, I mean, at least his name here has been masked. So hopefully it doesn't come up in any Google searches on the poor guy. And he's got to apply to another college. Then he's got to go back to college and finish. That just set him back four, five, six years of his life costing him time, costing him money, costing him effort, costing him energy, uh, energy for a friggin kiss. So now it's not even that we're, we're we're you know there's there's really very little no drinks involved. No really bad acting acting involved. I mean, this is kissing, man. You can start doing this in like 7th grade in high school. But He's kicked out of college for it. So I, I don't know, man. This this kind of thing is just more and more and more why guys are walking away. Uh, not much more to say in this, but you know it is what it is. So when 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 people say why are you going your own way, you know this is part of it. I had a talk actually with my mother about this, and because um, I told her about my channel here, I didn't specifically tell her what we talk about, but I told her it's you know guys and and what we face in society and so on and so forth. And she said, well, my, my mom's seventy five. She said, well. I mean, like what? Because I really don't see these, and so I start pulling up news articles like this to my mom, and I show it to her, and she says, "How well? When, when does this? When did this kind of thing start happening? You know, I can't believe this. This is unbelievable. How can they get away with this? What is going on? <laughs> you know, she doesn't. She's not on the web like we are, but it just goes to show you how many average normies um, that don't." kind of get into this world. They don't know these things happen. And then when they hear about it, they hear one story or a couple stories a year. But they don't hear about all the the teachers doing inappropriate things. Um, They don't hear about all these Title IX cases. They don't hear about some of the claims that have to go to court, come to find out it was just a story and and the guy's been, you know, holed up for a couple of years waiting to be released. They don't hear these stories because they don't look into them. And so, you know, it's it's really easy to say it doesn't happen when you don't see it. But it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. So when guys kind of, you know, back out and slink away and decide not to be part of society, here's why. I mean, it's it's a perfect example. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below. Thank you for all of those that have donated directly or through Patreon. And, of course, the best things you can always do to support me, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And I've had some of you say, well, I don't want to subscribe because... Um, of my email and I don't want it tied to certain things and so on and so forth do what I do make a couple of different emails I have a Patreon or excuse me I have Proton email which is secure and it's encrypted and all that other good stuff I have Proton for my real emails and then I have a bunch of Google ones that are kind of my junk ones that I do stuff like this with on YouTube so you can always do that too and then just use a you know throwaway or a junk one to to subscribe but that way at least you'll get notifications when my videos are out because I don't think they're always going out there Anyway, that's all from me, guys. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker, and remember, when all of the men evaporate from society and no one's around anymore, and you wonder what's going on, this, this is what's going on. <laughs>